listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And what do I want to say about that? I love that introduction by John Demartini. You know, someone said to me the other day, do you ever get tired of hearing that introduction oh, to you, No. And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> ever. And, you know, why don't I ever? I mean, we talk about setting the vibration. We mm -hmm. talk about setting the stage. And when, I, and when I asked John to say a few words about the show, what his experience was, that is what came out of his mouth first time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what better way to introduce the show in a way that I can't sometimes articulate. Yeah, but I mean, it's perfect because we're all part of... It floats back to you. Yes, indeed. I dare you say we're not. Okay. <laughs> Benny Mathers joining me here today. I want to welcome everyone that's tuning in from all across the country. Good day to all of my folks in Australia that are joining me here today. We so love bringing you this show. And to our friends up in Boston. Yeah, you rock. Tampa Bay. In Boston. 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 Don't you get me in trouble. With, the con, have a don't you dare get me in trouble. <laughs> what? I, I, that. That's a, what? And again, <laughs> I want to think of us all perfect over here. Tampa, Bradenton, Sarasota, and many, many more places uh -huh. that this show is being aired. L.A., yes, we love you, and I'll see you next LA. week. <laughs> yep. If I could have an impression of everywhere you're saying, like Florida, no, I'm not. It would just be buenvenidos, right? Because it's Miami. Okay, right? good. And then you go to L.A., it'd be like, stop taking my picture. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. No, I can't take, no, don't turn the camera off. And we want Sorry. to, you know, just reach out to all of you folks in the state of Washington. I used to say Seattle and you know what? The reach of this station is way beyond Seattle. And if you ever look at the map, the location map that all of these radio stations have where they say, okay, this is the reach, you'll find out that even though we're popping into that Boston station, folks on Cape Cod, and I want to say hi to you all, one of my favorite places, Pete Town, Cape Cod. And so I want to say hi to everybody that's listening to the show, regardless of where you're from. And the last time I did this, Benny, I got an email from Hong Kong and you know, really? They emailed me and they said, oh, don't forget, we also listen to you. And so <laughs> I have to say, everybody, wherever you're listening from, how many times you download this, the whole iTunes thing, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by. And we are just not kidding about that. I am so jazzed about my guest joining me here today, Susan Armstrong. You're also going to find out more about her and uh, the uh, you know and 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 the work that she's doing uh in with the women of wisdom so she's joining me here today and the and and the thing that we're going to talk about this has been like an issue for me so far this year benny the thing we're going to be talking about is stop standing in your own way overcoming barriers to personal and professional success so Get out of the gate in 2008, get ready to be great, and Susan Armstrong is joining us here today. So the question that she's going to help us explore Find is... me a mate? Oh, I was trying to go off oh the God, rhyme on that. Good. Yeah, you like yeah, that? Get out of the gate 2008, mm -hmm. find Benny a mate. Yeah! 
Oh, okay. Boy, I can't wait. I'm to digging look. it. Susan is going to have a lot to say to you. So she is here joining us today. For over 14 years, she has worked with a variety of companies, both in public and private sectors, speaking about and facilitating programs in sales. So we've got to talk to her about that as well, bringing on a whole new sales team. Maybe she'll do a little workshop. But she's joining us here today to talk about getting out of our own way and so we are thrilled to have this award-winning author trainer and coach joining us here today to kick it up a hundred thousand notches susan welcome to the dr pat show well thank you so much for having me i'm just thrilled to be a guest well you're part of the family yeah i love that (laughs) and i love the love boat i am so on the love boat You know, I'm going to start out by asking you this question, and, you know, I know you're going to know the answer to it, but it's a question that I asked uh, pretty much just about every guest I have. I did a brief introduction about who you are. Certainly, you know, a few words doesn't describe one's life journey. But the question that came up from the very first day I started doing radio is this one. Given all that you've done and all that you are, given, given the work that you do to help people stop standing in your own way and change their lives now, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you, Susan Armstrong, have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Okay, Dr. Pat, we do not have anywhere near enough time for me to describe all of them. Um, and that's why I do the work that I do. Uh, easiest way for me to, to explain the obstacles is to tell you that I suffer from crippling fear control issues, perfectionism from the time I was a very little girl. And the road that that sent me on was one of alcoholism, drug addiction, domestic violence, um, gangs. I was a gang member. I was property of a motorcycle gang for many years to try and escape that. And when I finally decided to leave that lifestyle, I came right back full circle to the crippling fear, the control issues, the perfectionism that had driven me there in the first place. So, um, all of the other things are really secondary to this to this issue of the battles that I have around fear of life and fear of making choices and the perfectionism and, and having to control and all of that. How's that for a short answer? I love it. I love it for a short answer because, you know, people have said to me, how the heck did you come up with the whole crust busting thing? I mean, where did you come up with that metaphor? And I said, you come up with it because that's me sitting on a couch, fully crusted over. That's it. But we get to come to a point in our lives, Susan, isn't it true that we make a decision in terms of what the next step is going to be? Are we going to continue on a path and a pattern that we've had before? Or are we going to take a different direction? Did you come to that all on your own or did something happen to create that shift um two two answers to that two answers to that and it's such an important point that you bring up and it's actually why i do um what i do you know i I always have to tell people about the all the horrible things in my past the addictions and domestic violence and the gangs because it is part of my story and it demonstrates that anybody can do what i've done because i mean that's who i was Um, I was on the streets for 20 years. So from the time I was 11 years old until the time I was 31. And at one point I woke up when I was 31 one morning and, um, I, you know, divine intervention is the only way I can explain it. But I knew at that point that I had to do something. And it's that choice that you talked about. And I did have a choice. I could die in a gutter or I could try and do something about it. And so I chose to try and do something about it. 
And the second part of the answer, and the part that I really want to stress because it's why I do what I do today, is that I started on this journey of getting better, of recovering. And like I said, it wasn't so much from the addiction. For me, it was learning self-esteem. It was learning coping skills. It was learning to function in the world. And I discovered that most of us don't realize that we have choices and we think we're stuck. And about four years after I was into this journey, the worst thing in my entire life happened. And it wasn't had nothing to do with addictions or violence or gangs or anything. The worst thing possible happened to me. And that was my father died. And I was four years sober. I was getting better. I was doing really well. You know, I was doing really well in my personal life and my professional life. And my father passed away suddenly. And I thought I was going to die. I seriously considered taking my own life. And about 30 seconds after that thought passed through my head, the thought came to me, no, that's not how you honor your father. And it was then that I actually understood that everything I had done in my life up to that point had been for my father. Everything I had done was to make my father proud. And that's why I started to understand the power of conditioning. So the power that our families and our early lives, our early childhood, the power that that actually has over our whole entire life. Because what I had to start to do then was to reprogram myself. And it's and that's why I call it stop standing in your own way because really, truly, and I found this out in my own life, the only thing that stands in our way of happiness, success, fulfillment, strong relationships, the only thing that stands in our way is us, ourselves. Well, you know, Susan, you know, this is for so many people, uh, you know, a conversation about, how, and you heard us talk about this earlier at the top of the show, get out of the gate in 2008. And, you know, it's not that 2007 or 2006 or so forth and so on wasn't an opportunity to do that, but it is in support of getting out of the gate in a very big way. You know, when we talk about uh, standing in our own way, uh, the question that comes to mind is, when is when do we, Susan, and I wanted to, to put the question out there, we could talk about it after break. When is it in our lives that we realize that it is us that is standing in the way? Not our circumstance, not the economy, you know, not the fact that, you know, you're 40 pounds overweight, you know, not the fact that you've had a crazy childhood. But when is it? that the light bulb goes on and helps us realize that it is us. Let's take a short break when we come back. Susan Armstrong joining us here today, uh, and we've got lots to talk about. The question, who really controls your life? Susan is an incredible individual helping countless people. Uh, if you go to the website, uh, and, and we'll give you that in a minute, you'll find out she is also the author of The in Invisible Person. So when we come back, uh, Invisible Prison, so when we come back, we'll be talking with Susan about that as well. Stay tuned. I'm a pretty senorita waiting for me. Susan Kabalik, international speaker and author from the Center for Effective Learning, has created a character education program designed for teachers and parents. The lifelong guidelines and life skills provide the language and tools to guide children and teens into becoming caring and responsible citizens. To learn more about this dynamic and life-changing program, call 253-815-8800 or visit thecenterforlearning.com. That's the center, the number four, learning.com. 
Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems, such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987 or visit detoxamerica.com. Chocolate, not only sensual, but powerful. Shasai Dark Unprocessed Chocolate, highest level of antioxidants in a simple food. Did you know science has shown dark chocolate could help you lose weight? Did you know that you can actually improve your overall health by eating dark chocolate? Or that you can enjoy eating chocolate three or more times a day, guilt-free? Did you know that chocolate actually has a bliss factor? Life with chocolate couldn't be sweeter. LifeWithChocolate.net do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Kick off your enlightenment with Carrie's 12 Steps to Enlightenment workshop. Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. This two-hour teleclass is on February 23rd at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Call 860-887-1201 to register for the 12 Steps to Enlightenment teleclass or visit kerryoconnor.com. That's K-E-R-R-I-E-O-C-O-N-N-O-R.com. Change your life. Have you been inspired by the secret and what the bleep do we know, but now you need practical tools? Theta Healing gives you everything you need. Theta Healing Workshops teach you simple yet powerful techniques to create an instant shift in your life and results that last. Join Deanna Laterzo for Theta Healing Basic in North Seattle, February 15th through the 17th. For more information, call 360-778-1190 or visit greenroomhealing.com. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Stop and see my cute little Eskimo. everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I'm so thrilled to have Susan Armstrong joining me here today. She is, I said before, internationally known speaker, trainer, and author of An Invisible Prison. And this is a story of triumph over self-defeating behaviors. She's joining us here today for several reasons. One, we're going to get to meet her up close and personal at an upcoming event for the Women of Wisdom. Um, but also, uh, if you go to her website, you'll be able to see that she's doing workshops and there may be a workshop or uh, a speaking uh, uh, event in an area close to you. So the website to go to is www.susan-armstrong.com, susan-armstrong.com. You know, stop standing in your own way. The question that I asked before the break was about how do we know 
you know, what happens when we realize that we are the ones standing in our own way? Does it kind of happen like that? Like all of a sudden you have an epiphany or does it take someone else pointing that out <laughs> to us? Well, you know, I, I, I would hope that at some point we all realize it, but I think it's different for everybody. And I think that's why there's so many speakers out there uh, speaking about this. Sometimes you can hear five speakers all say the same thing, and then the sixth one just has a way of saying it that sticks with you. Uh, I know for me, like I said, the first time I was 31 when I realized that, you know, I, I had to make a serious choice here. Um, but I didn't realize that I was standing in my own way at that point. It took me another four years to realize that. And as much as I hate to admit this, Dr. Pat, to be honest with you, I can still come up now and all of a sudden I look at what's going on in my life and I think, oh, my gosh, you know, I've done this to myself. Here I'm doing it again. I'm standing in my own way again. Uh, and I said this to you earlier that one of my battles is I call it crippling fear because it's truly crippling for me, the, the, the fear, if I don't manage it effectively and if I, if I let it, it can truly run my life to the point where I will stand in my own way. My book. Uh, an Invisible Prison. took me five years to write the book. It took me another two to manage the fear enough to get up the courage to publish it. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk about stop standing in your own way. I mean, I'm truly an expert at this. Not an expert because I've necessarily mastered it 100% of the time, but an expert at it because I've been dealing with it for so long, and I'm so conscious of it in myself now, and I've developed so many techniques to try and get better at it in myself is what makes me an expert, not because I've overcome it, that's for sure. Well, and, and this is a topic that I think uh, is probably near and dear to many people's hearts. I mean, you know, when we're talking about crippling fear, Susan, uh, you know, let's give a demonstration of what that looks like in case folks are listening to the show and they, they don't have a sense of it. Okay. Well, I think for me, the one that sticks out in, in my mind um, that I, I use as an example is there was a time where I would not get in an elevator if there were other people in there. Not because I'm afraid of elevators or claustrophobic or anything else, but what I was afraid of was if I got in an elevator and I had to go to the fifth floor, what if I was at the back of the elevator and there were other people on there and I had to ask them to move to get off the elevator, then they would be mad at me because they had to move. So I just didn't get an elevator. Mm -hmm. Now, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I get that one myself. Yeah. Um, okay, so standing in line at a grocery store. You know, the woman behind me or the woman in front of me is having a bad, mood, uh, having a bad day in a, in a sour mood. Somehow, I can make it my fault. I can make it that, you know, I must have done something or been standing the wrong way. Um, that there, I've created this mood for them. I, things like, I will never forget that when I, people always ask me, you know, how did I get from there, meaning life on the street, to where I am today? And it, it's this topic. It's getting out of my own way and managing the fear. And I will never forget, I was working in an office. It was one of the, the jobs that I had. And there was a promotion. And I wanted this promotion so badly. And the promotion, the, the advertisement for it said, senior person. And now, I'd only been there about seven months. But, and this ad said, senior person and all of these skills and all of this. And I thought, you know what? They're, I, they're never going to hire me for this promotion because they need a senior person. And I've only been here seven months. And there's people who have been here longer. And, you know, I'm not going to apply. And I didn't apply. And I didn't apply. And I didn't apply. 
And the voice in my head kept saying, you know, you really should apply. You really should apply. The deadline was five o'clock on this Friday afternoon. And that day, uh, the district manager happened to be, who was hiring for this position, happened to be in our office. And I had this nagging, you know, you should apply for this position. You really want it. You should apply. But I'm not going to get the job. I haven't been there long enough. Besides that, I mean, given my history, I was convinced I had a giant L tattooed on my forehead somewhere and that everybody knew I was a low life. And it was five o'clock. It was like four minutes to five and we were cleaning up. And I just, I looked at my manager and I said, you know, if they hired anybody. And she said, no, they haven't hired anybody yet. And I looked at my manager and I said, I should apply for the job, shouldn't I? And she looked back with this look in her eye and she said, Sue, you really should apply for the job. And I said, okay. And I was terrified and I walked into the, the district manager's office and I sat down in the chair. And I, I remember so clearly saying, Judy, and I was looking at the floor. I couldn't even look at her in the eye. Looking at the floor, I said, Judy, I said, I, I know I haven't been here very long. And I gave this big, long, you know, explanation, discounting myself. I said, but I'd like to apply for this promotion. She sat back in her chair and she said, well, thank goodness. I was waiting for you to apply. I didn't know what I was going to do if you didn't. So it turns out that they had actually wanted me for the position all along. Uh -huh. Right. But they had to post it publicly. And yet I stood in my own way for that entire time, and if it hadn't have been for, you know, that just that brief bit of courage that I had at the end of that day, at the fifth hour, so to speak, uh, I could have stood in the way of my own growth and getting that promotion. You know, I love that story because I think we all go through those points in times where we create a story about what it is we cannot have or yeah. how difficult it is, whether it's that next job or, uh, you know, in, in terms of what we do, a new advertiser, a guest. I mean, that's really uh, part of the conversation we're talking about, about getting out of our own way. You know, so for you, you had sort of convinced yourself that you are not going to qualify for the job and you are not going to get it. This happens to us every day in our life, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I, you know, you can stop right now and think of probably 10 examples just in the recent past where it's happened to you. We all do it. We all do it all the time. We talk ourselves out of things. And one of my favorite sayings is, the answer is always no, unless we ask. Mm -hmm. So I had to train myself to feel that fear, recognize what was going on, to swallow it, and to do it anyway. So, you know, as we look at uh, the theme that we have, Get Out of the Gate in 2008, uh, in Benny's case, find Benny a mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what tools can you share with us, uh, our listeners, to help them take action now? Okay, well, the first thing that I always, uh, I always tell people to do is I always tell people to, first of all, stop measuring your insides against other people's outsides. We do it all the time. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's our oh. favorite pastime. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I'll use myself as an example. People always look at me, and they all, and, and, you know, one of the things, the reasons I decided to come out of the corporate world and say, look, this is who I am. Let me help you. You know, let me help you get where you want to go and find that happiness or success. People would look at me, and they would say to me, yeah, well, you know, you don't understand. You don't understand what it's like to be a mother and have two kids, to be poor, to not, you know, I don't have your money, I don't have your, and I would look at them, and I would think, oh, my gosh, because they were looking at me on the outside 
and judging how they felt on the inside against how I looked on the outside. Well, if anybody has read my book, what they know is I was homeless in 1985. So, you know, to compare your insides against my outside is comparing apples and oranges because you have no idea about my past or what's gone on or what goes through my mind now. I just came out on radio and said, you know, I suffer from crippling fear. To look at me standing on a stage, nobody would ever guess that. And so we do this and it gets in our own way. We say, well, I can't do that because, you know, look at her, right? Or look at him. He's so well put together. He's so happy. He's so confident. For all we know, it's a mask. And they feel exactly the same on the inside as we do. So one of the big things I tell people, first of all, Please stop measuring your insides against everybody else's outsides because the truth is you just really don't know what's going on with other people. You really don't. So that's probably the first thing. I think that's, second, that's huge, yeah. It, it, well, it is huge. It, it, you know, for me, I think it, it's just a monstrous thing because we just wander around all the time and compare ourselves against everything, and it, it's not true. One of the other things is, and I said this earlier, that um, our, what happens to us in our, our young lives, in our early childhood, has the power to control our lives, our lives now. And we don't always recognize that. And I'm, gonna, I'm going, before we go to break, I'll, I'll give a quick example. I was not a very nice teenager, as you can imagine. Um, you know, I remember when I was 15 years old, I came home and my parents were considering putting me in a juvenile facility because they couldn't manage me anymore. And I, um, you know, begged and pleaded and, and all of that. But I do remember my father saying to me, my father said to me, Susan, if you continue to behave this way, no man will ever want you. Now, I was raised in a very Victorian English household, which meant I was raised to be a very good administrative assistant to get married and have children. That's what I was raised for. Mm -hmm. Well, he said, Susan, if you continue to behave this way, no man will ever want you. Dr. Pat, I have been engaged seven times. <laughs> oh, no, it's not a joke. I have an engagement ring museum. And this is one of the things that I realized was that one sentence when I was 15 years old governed my relationships until I was in my late 30s and figured it out. Wow. Yeah. Wow, well, so, Sus wow Susan, this, this, this is incredible. And I, I am so looking forward to the workshop that you're going to be doing coming into the Seattle area with the Women of Wisdom. This is very, very powerful. If you want to find out more, go to womenofwisdom.org. Susan, thank you for joining us here today. And your website is susan-armstrong.com. Correct. Wow. Thank you so much. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Boston. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Back Bay Event Center in Boston on Saturday, April 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now. 1-800-654-5126 or visit hayhouseevents.com. 
Learn about symptom-free autism. Hidden beneath each symptom is the answer waiting to be discovered by the intuitive mind. Natural healer and medical intuitive William Lewis is finding the answers. William isn't interested in cures, just the removal of the symptoms which lead to the label or condition so the body can then readjust to a balanced state. William's son was his first long-term success. Call 508-866-2605 or visit AutismSymptomFree.com. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your life and your health to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help transform your life and your health. See how your beliefs affect your body and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Introduction to Energy Medicine, February 23rd and 24th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Call 866-303-HEAL. That's 866-303-4325. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Enjoy an evening with Alan Cohen in Seattle on February 6th for his talk titled, How Good Can It Get? Life is a Magnificent Giver. Are you open and ready to receive? Join award-winning author and speaker Alan Cohen for an entertaining, illuminating, and uplifting evening that will stretch you beyond perceived limits. Alan will show you how to put the principles of abundant living into action in your life. You will be touched and amazed to remember your true worth. Learn how to make significant life choices in harmony with your intentions and reconnect with your passion for love, life, and success. Don't miss this second event in the Five Evenings with Extraordinary People series. Visit thedrpatshow.com for ticket information. How good can it get? Join Alan Cohen on February 6th at 7 p.m. in Seattle at Benaroya Hall. Visit thedrpatshow.com for more information. Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.